Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every episode. My name is Corey Tyndall, and as always, I am your host. And this week, we got return guest uh, and one of my closest friends and oldest friends in comedy, Lee Johnson. Uh, she wanted to come by and talk about everything Disney, from the classic movies from the 50s and 60s to the 80s and 90s, um, and then getting into more of a broader discussion about the remakes that are going on, um, what these movie companies are thinking, and and where they're inevitably going to go uh, from here, and just the, the emotional, let's say, drain that can come from all of these classic movies that Lee loves so much uh, being remade into live action and uh, pretty mediocre films. So I thought this was really fun. Um, I think it's really interesting how Lee sees these movies and the progression of all of these Disney movies that she grew up watching. And I think you guys will too. Um, as always, check out my show in New York City every Monday, 7.30 at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. And you can find Lee Johnson online uh, on Instagram at Lee Lee Pads. That's L-E-E-L-E-E-P-A-D-S. Uh, and then go check out her comedy special on YouTube called I'm a Good Friend. Lee Johnson, I'm a Good Friend. And with that, let's get into the episode. night yeah you went to a real movie i went to a real live movie in the theaters so first... brave <sighs> i know i'm a hero um <laughs> yeah it was the first time since i think the last movie i saw in theaters was like january 2020 what was it god i knew you were gonna ask that and i don't know if i have an answer for you it was so good it was so good that <laughs> uh was it hobbs and shaw maybe or did that come ah, out in 2019 i don't know that's a good one to see in a theater though. Yeah, well, and I so and I was thinking most of this year that my first movie back in theaters would be Fast 9. That's that movie, I've heard literally like double digits of people be like I'm seeing that yeah. in theater. Cuz that's and like that's the movie you want to see in a theater. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah, I saw Hobbs and Shaw like opening weekend at Alamo Draft House, which is like my favorite place to see a movie because I like to drink and see movies at the same time. Yeah. Um and they're good about like talking in the theater and like people being dicks and like right. that kind of thing so i appreciate there is that a paywall yes <laughs> but yeah i we saw hobson shaw and it was like a fucking riot and so even though i was like annoyed at vin diesel for depriving us of having fast nine and not releasing on vod i also mm. respect him yeah uh for making that decision because like i i certainly like what you know i think i watched i was keeping track in 2020 i think i watched like almost 300 movies jesus yeah. Do you have like a compiled ranking? Like, did you write them all down? I do. Yeah. So that now that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had to because even like before, I used to have them in like a little notebook, like a little fucking moleskine. Okay. And then I was like, oh, that's too like gay. <laughs> so... <laughs> hey, you live in Greenpoint. Anything goes. <laughs> I know. I live in Greenpoint, and I just before we got on this, told you how I started drinking hard kombucha. So I'm yeah. definitely leaning Most in. Right. Yeah, but then my a friend of mine was like, "Well, why don't you just do it through IMDb?" 
because it's way easier because then it's like electronic and you can like save movies on your yeah oh, you can, you can all right. when you make a pro you not even make a profile you like have a username then you have your lists and you can also rate them so i started doing that and i'm going to try to do that going forward because like I, I, I mean, I love movies. I go to movies all the time. And I was like constantly forgetting. Like people would be like, oh, what'd you see recently? And I'd be like, I don't know because I smoke a lot of weed and I can't <laughs> remember. But I know I saw this movie and it was great. You should definitely watch it. So, and so are all of your reviews stonedly or do you sober up then write a review? <laughs> most of them are stonedly. Okay. All right. Yeah. How I, often does your opinion change after you've sobered up? Ooh. Like you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I got to write this review. Yeah. Did I think well, that was good <laughs> i mean like you say review it's like three lines of just like this movie was pretty <laughs> like good story i'm not like right like i took one i did take a critical writing class in college and i okay. was like oh if anything you know if my if my film career fails which spoiler it already has uh i'll yep. become a critic and yeah. that hasn't happened um so yeah. no it's 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 very light reviews gotcha. um but but yeah i went to so so I, the plan was to see fast nine when it came out but then a couple of weeks ago a friend of mine was like hey do you want to see this like retrospective at film forum and i just said yes because like i f i feel like coming out of the pandemic i do have a real anxiety about like making plans again and like yeah getting back like you know kind of even though I was certainly like very depressed last year, like there was something kind of nice about just like I don't have to do anything. Like I, I didn't have to tell like anybody no. Like yeah. I didn't have to cancel. But I hate telling like my friends like no, I can't hang oh my out. God, me I just too. get crazy FOMO, and I realized that last week I had to like tell a friend no, and I was like, ah, oh, damn it, we're back to this. We're back to this. Yeah. Well, you know what's worse than that is when I used. So now I'm trying to put everything in like my calendar because for me even worse than saying no is when i realize i've double booked myself and then have to cancel on somebody oh that's brutal that gives me like real panic of like which one do i choose who's yep. gonna hate me less yep. like all of these things and then i realize that it doesn't matter and no one cares if you ever uh, cancel on me this is over yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I just want to know where i stand uh -huh. so now that i know yeah. that now that you know yeah now you, that i know it's you know fine. the gravity of the situation yeah, and yeah, you can yeah, make yeah. a decision <laughs> yeah um but yeah like not like knowing that like nothing was going to happen last year was like kind of like freeing in that way yeah and it's like and it really kind of like whittled down like all right who are the people that are like i need to see like for yeah. my you know real life and then who are kind of like not that i don't tertiary friends yeah exactly yeah yeah ah, we all got them and yeah. uh yeah so okay so you watched like 300 movies are you gonna now go to the theater less often because of the last year because i kind of like the way that i'm thinking about it is like there are select movies that I will go to the theaters yeah. to see, but that got so much more narrow over the last year, like superhero movies. And I'm throwing Fast 9 into that because they're essentially superheroes at this point. Yeah, um, I mean, they're better than the Marvel movies, but whatever. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I thought this was about Disney. <laughs> um, <laughs> like war movies, Yeah. Christopher Nolan, anything where it's like, this is an experience, you want the, the sound yeah. to be like super high, but like, I have a 55 inch TV literally right here. I have yeah. a full kitchen. So it's, I kind of agree with your Alamo draft house theory too. Like if I'm gonna do a movie, I might as well do it right. 
Yeah, for sure. And I was bummed. I did I did rent Tenet and watched it at I home. I did too. And it was like the whole time I was like, oh man, this would have been better in a theater. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I was extra stupid because I rented it two days before it showed up on HBO Max for oh, free. No. And I was like, oh my God. Oh. Uh, I wish someone told me. But yeah, that's exactly right. what the studio wants. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do like, I love, I, I, I really, really love going to the theater, even if it's for like a silly thing or like, you know, my art house bullshit. Like it just, I like that it like focuses you. Like even when I'm at yeah. home, I really try hard to not be on my phone when I'm watching a movie. It's very hard. <laughs> it's very, very hard. Um, but like, yeah, I just love the communal experience. I just feel like now I'm, I just like don't know what's in like what is even coming out in theaters anymore like I feel like that part of yeah. it has been so jumbled so it's like yeah am I gonna you know pay $20 to go see Nomadland when I can just like watch it on Hulu like no probably not yeah yeah and it's even I guess I even like broke my own rule now that like HBO is putting them on HBO Max and uh the theaters like I watched both Wonder Woman and the new Godzilla movies yeah. here, and I'm like, so I I say that ten seconds ago, and I'm like, those are the two movies you should you go should. see in yeah, theaters. Yeah. Like Godzilla is a hundred percent better on a four hundred foot four hundred yeah, inch screen, definitely. So, um, so I guess with your your movie uh, extravaganza over the <laughs> over the pandemic, did you get super nostalgic? With the movies, because I did with music. I didn't so much about movies so much, but like I started listening to music from like high school again. Oh, really? <laughs> so it was like, yeah. And I think it was just, you know, not seeing everybody. You kind of go back to what yeah. you're doing, but at least for me. I, I definitely had a mix of like, you know, I feel like I also have like a really long list of like, classic seminal you know afi's uh, top all that bullshit yeah that i'm like always like oh yeah i should really watch more like igmar bergman movies um so <laughs> should i watch more <laughs> do you want to be depressed no <laughs> then no. not right now <laughs> uh, let me get back to you my life's yeah, too good yeah so like i i <laughs> i i went i kind of did like 50 50 during the pandemic where like i i would knock off like one movie from like the criterion channel and then i would be like okay let's watch like sleeping beauty again mm. like i definitely had those like comfort food movies for sure. and then like every other day i'd be like all right let's watch one for like the brain and then be like all right that was fine but i need to go watch something <laughs> i need to go watch something stupid again you're, you're telling me sleeping beauty is not for the brain you're not sleeping beauty is not for the brain thinking about that one Yo, a ton? sleeping beauty is 70 minutes long which i didn't for real <laughs> wow didn't why did i think it was like in my i haven't seen it since i was like eight or nine legitimately yeah. I, I do not remember it being that short. I kind of remember it being kind of long. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's like a long 70 minutes. Okay. Because, like, <laughs> because not a lot happens, and, like, it's still... I didn't realize this, obviously, when I was a kid, like, watching these movies, but, like, the... I think... Oh, I don't know for sure, but I think Beauty and the Beast was one of the first animated movies where like the camera moved or like it looked like it moved, you know, oh, like weird. everything else is just like flat panels yeah. and then the people move within it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you go back and watch those movies now, it's like really fucking just like 
painterly. It's like you're watching a play. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, yeah, you're watching an animated play because it's just like here's the screen, like you know, beautiful painted artwork. Sure, sure, yeah. And then the people just move through it. Hard cut to the next scene. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like, and then I've seen so many Disney movies now that like there was a time in, uh, I guess like the. 80s where Disney got very very lazy with their animation and they started reusing cells I've from heard older about movies that. and you can like totally fucking tell So what what movies are So I was rewatching um Robin Hood the one okay. with the hot fox Yeah <laughs> 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 I mean if we want to get into like the Disney characters Woo. that I think are hot like most of them yeah. are animals but um <laughs> There aren't many adults in Disney movies, so it's no. probably best as the animals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but but Robin Hood the foxes like could definitely get it. Um, and I want to say like fifty percent of that movie is pulled from the Jungle Book. Like there's yes. because there's little John is little John and Robin Hood is also a bear and he looks just yep. like Baloo. I think he's actually voiced by the same actor. And then like <laughs> I just reused his tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like there's a so there's that scene in the jungle book when they meet King Louie and they have the big dance with Baloo and all the apes. Yep. And then in Robin Hood, it's like little John who is Baloo, like dancing with um uh, King George, who's a tiger, but it's like the mm. same yeah. movement. Yeah, and that's like all. And I think, I I I think Robin Hood was like early '80s, and they okay. just got like very very lazy. Um, Do we know why that is? Or just like I think they were just like running. Cuts? I think they were just running out of money. They like hadn't uh, really had a hit in a while. Interesting. Um, and like. And they were just like cutting costs, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll just like use this like dance scene." Yeah, and like even even like that existed later. I think when they just like run out of time. Like I think the the ending uh, scene from Beauty and the Beast when like they're dancing and it pulls out and it's like, "Oh, beautiful fairy tale." That's the same ending scene from Sleeping Beauty. Ah. They've just put a different because, and you can kind of tell because when they go to the wide, like everyone who's sort of watching them in the ballroom is like weirdly like more medieval, and the, and like their clothes don't match what the rest of the movie is, and that's because all of the background people are from the Sleeping Beauty cells. I guess I just kind of thought they were like village folk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like just poor. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. I mean, listen, like no one would notice this except no. a psycho. Yeah. Um, but... well, someone who was locked inside for a full yeah, year. So yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, exactly. You have a built-in excuse. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and I know like, you know, obviously looking back at like a lot of those movies are you know, problematic. Um, <laughs> but... But bestiality I, not yes, okay now. Not okay now. Or you know, like like Little Mermaid is one of my all time favorites. <laughs> I, I I need to. I saw a TikTok on the new one that's coming out. Oh my god, I'll, is that finally coming out? I feel well, like you continue okay. and then I'll I'll. Uh, so so Little Mermaid came out when I was three years old, and like family rumor has it that my dad took me took me to see it in theaters, and then. Are we all right? Yep. Um, and then immediately we left the theater and I demanded that we go and like buy the CD. And then like like Little Mermaid was my like Frozen. Like okay. that was my first like yeah. I'm obsessed with this movie. I, wa- I listen to the soundtrack like every bath time. And your parents now hate it. And my parents now hate it. Yeah. Um, except my mom, <laughs> my mom still loves Under the Sea. So we'll still sometimes. That is a good one. 
It's so good. It's so good. And I understand that it's a little weird, like, that there's this crab who's, like, playing Calypso music, and he's, like, vaguely ethnically ambiguous. The crab's from Maine. But like, yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, a woman shouldn't, like, change everything about it to join this man. And I understand that that's, like, not a great message, but, like... But it's true. But it's very true, you know? Hey, you know? I mean... <laughs> Whatever s- you gotta do to get a man. Exactly. And also, like, to say that anyone doesn't change to, like, fit anyone else is, like, such bullshit. Yeah. Like... Or you're very lucky. Yeah, right, yeah. Oh, my God. This person I can immediately be 100% myself around. Like, right. you know, I'm still, I'm not myself around my parents. Like, you know. Who I, I, I know which psychopaths I, are 100% <laughs> themselves around their parents? I'm, no defi- like, I'm definitely, like, closer than I was yeah. in high school. But, like, geez. Yeah, but, like, that's, you know, that's the point. So, I I, yeah. I don't know. I, I do think that, like, sometimes we, like, look back at these things and it's like, oh, my God, what a horrible message. Like, all these things. And, like, I was like, I don't know. I didn't, like, there was so much more telling me bad things in pop culture that, like, and I, and, and, and I watched The Little Mermaid all the time. I didn't then go, like, I can't wait to, like lose my voice and change myself for a man like i at least not like externally you know like i'm sure like it's had an impact in other ways also like little mermaid for me was all about ursula Mm. like that's who i wanted to be because she was fucking awesome and she was like this like big busty woman and she was like so fucking cool and i I just i wanted you a big busty woman at the age of eight (laughs) no but i knew that was coming you know i like (laughs) i could tell that that's where my body wanted to go self-fulfilling prophecy exactly exactly. um no and then when i found out years later that she was based on divine the drag queen who appeared in all the uh, the john waters movies i was like oh well that fucking totally tracks Uh, yeah um but but yeah i just think like the music is so fucking good like like i feel like my friends have like used to play this party game or not it's not even really a party game it's like a cocktail teaser of like hey like if you you know if you had a gun to your head and you had to like acapella like say the lyrics to any song like Mm. what would it be which is actually like really really hard when you think about it like obviously yeah it's like oh i'm sure there's songs i could sing but you shit most all of mine are like disney like I could you sing and, you and Chris Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> like I could I could sing probably three songs from Little Mermaid to you, like start to back. Wow. Yeah. And so like I, so I just lo- like I feel like Disney movies got me into musicals. And got like it. I that, was that does make sense. And I was like already kind of like my mom was a musical person, like, you know, had me take piano lessons, like all these things. So like yeah. that was already kind of like in the house. So like that's how I saw those movies. Like those movies gave me a love for music and musicals. Less so like I just don't remember as a kid ever being like, I need my Prince Charming. Like I, like yeah. that's not what stuck with me. What stuck with me was like the music. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's interesting you say that because I had never I had never thought about it, but growing up, like obviously we we watched Disney movies. I'm a little bit younger than you, so I'm I'm curious what the overlap was. But the the attraction to the Disney movies for me was always the action. Like yeah. I liked the ones like Mulan. Oh where yeah. Where it's like I'm in this for the end scene where she's like lighting the fires yeah. on the wall type thing. It's probably why I'm into Game of Thrones actually. <laughs> um, but for me the 
the musical numbers were like in the way. I was like, oh, okay. these need to get out of the way so that we can get to the action over here. And I'm not not a musical person. Like yeah. I was in the orchestra for seven years in high school and like did pit orchestra for Into the Woods, which was a nightmare. Um, but the, uh, yeah, I, I never, so I never really liked the princess ones. Okay. Like, uh, Interesting. Sleeping Beauty was all right because it had the dragon. Yeah. Um, but Which like, is still very cool. The end yeah. really oh, yeah. holds up. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. a fucking gothic like Rothko painting. Oh, I, it's I so still, tight. I can still picture it, which yeah. is shocking because yeah. I only saw it like once. Um, but like Cinderella, uh, you know, um, Beauty and the Beast, never really... Oh. Like I saw all of them once or twice, but, but those were not... I liked like Mulan, yeah. Pocahontas, like... Tarzan was a big yeah, one. Yeah, I remember um, Tarzan. That see, I because like I remember when like Pixar was coming up, I was literally like, well, these th- there's no music in these. Th- these movies yeah. are bullshit. It was great. <laughs> I was like, fuck yes, this fish like, isn't gonna sing. <laughs> I guess like uh, like you know, talk about a probably you know problematic movie is Pocahontas, and I. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's like, come on. I understand that, like, that is. She showed him the way. She showed him the way. She was, like, 20 years old. And then, yeah. And, like, Mel Gibson is John Smith. It's a whole thing. I am am joking for the sake of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not advocating that we go back and, like, reappraise Pocahontas. But Colors of the Wind is one of the greatest disney songs of all time it yeah. fucking slaps yep. and no one can tell me otherwise yes it is good let's see this is another different my favorite songs out of all of them were from tarzan because it was because it was phil collins phil collins <laughs> and my like we we grew up i grew up listening to like pink floyd and yeah. phil collins and genesis and like yeah you know those types of so yeah. that was the only disney movie that had music where i was like this oh, is a fucking God. banger <laughs> See, Tarzan I've actually only seen once. It, oh. Tarzan did not really speak to me. Interesting. I'm burping. Trying and you haven't burp watched Mike. it again. You haven't... Uh... I haven't revisited Tarzan. No, I guess that's kind of where... I mean, probably as like I went into high school, which would have been like the late 90s, early 2000s, I was like trying to maybe just like not actively watch so much disney i was gonna say it's probably best that in high school you didn't sit at home and just watch disney yeah yeah so i definitely like (laughs) went to see tarzan and i remember be i remember like seeing a featurette where the director was like yeah i was like really inspired by my son and his skateboarding so (laughs) worked that into tarzan's like you know limb and vine movement and i was like that is so stupid seems seems a little extra like such a it just seemed like such a weird catch to like get the younger generation that like tarzan's also a skate bro it's like don't waste my time you know that some pr idiot cooked that up and they're like hey jerry get over here i need you to say this on camera and then he gets off he's like i don't even have kids (laughs) it's like i don't have a son but now well here's this kid you can just hang out with him we gave him five hundred thousand dollars to skateboard for you it's like jesus christ (sighs) but like but i yeah so my movies were like little mermaid 
Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I saw I saw that in theaters and was like so obsessed with it. Yes, I'm also attracted to the Beast. Um, he's hot. Um, well, if you if you saw your future as a busty, yeah, a large busty woman. I need a man who need can handle that. A hairy big man. Exactly. Like literally, like when he transforms in the movie, I was like, no, like go back. Like I don't know this Fabio looking break guy. Him in half. Oh my god, no. Could, Hell no. Give me the beast all the way. <laughs> Ursula and Beast, unlikeliest couple yeah, after yeah, the transformation. Yeah. And then <laughs> Yeah, and then we get a little Simba in there. That's yeah, yeah Simba's Teenage Simba or Adult Simba? Um Adult Simba. Okay. <laughs> when, when he's voiced by Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Is that Matthew Broderick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was The Lion King actually was the first movie that I ever saw in theaters. Really? And because I think I was four or five. Yeah. Um, and I made my grandparents take me out of the theater because the stampede was like <gasps> so scary. Way too much for me. And they were like, it's rated G. And like, obviously, I didn't have enough uh, perspective at yeah. that time to be like, I just watched it fall off a cliff. No, dude, <laughs> dude, that movie, that is such a scary scene. It is so traumatizing. I for sure it's was just crying in, in the theater. It's so intense. It like, is so intense. It's that got that like crazy kind of like like Car- Carmina Burana like yelling like operatic yeah. music and like yeah man it's fucking upsetting when yeah. he throws him off. And I know it was like I think the theater was was a lot of it because I saw it like six months later on like our thirty two inch box TV yeah. and it was like it was fine because I'm in my house and the screen's yeah. about forty eight inches yeah, wide. Yeah, right. So. And mommy's right there. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, that was that was definitely it. so. That was the first one. I think that one. See that one. I also is in kind of the same boat as Tarzan and uh, yeah. Mulan for me, where I was like, "There's a ton of action." Yeah, and the songs were fun. Like, give me some Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, like, Kuna Matata. Yeah, was great. That was good. But like, I don't remember any other songs. If there were any, I don't even remember if there were. Oh my god! But there, the rest of it was like. There's so many. There's just can't wait to be king, which is a uh, fucking banger. Yeah. Uh, there's be prepared. Scar song. Oh yeah. Where with he the has hyenas. with the Nazi hyenas. Um, <laughs> which like did one of them ever sing Heil? No, no, no. They don't say <laughs> Am I hi- making that up in they, my... No, with their paws. <laughs> no, no, they don't hile with their paws, but they do, they do like the Nazi march. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, and like, it's, you know, it's cool. It's like a cool image. <laughs> Obviously, it's not... I mean, they made it when they thought the Nazis were gone. Yeah, so, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, and come on, can you feel the love tonight? That's, yep. that, that's, a, that's a banger. But this is what I'm saying is like, so... <laughs> But you don't care about so insignificant. Like the yeah. parts I remember are all of the action, like yeah. all of all of that kind of stuff. Which, like, I guess that's kind of probably what the, makes the Disney movie so great is that you yeah. and I can watch the exact same movie for sure and remember completely opposite parts of the yeah. same movie, and then go, "Oh yeah, I love that movie." Yeah, and then I think like I think maybe. Tarzan is kind of where it started going downhill from that for mm. them in terms of like hits. Like I think Tarzan did like cause Disney was kind of in a slump yeah. before like honestly, I think like before Frozen. Like Frozen was a huge deal for them because it was their first like after Pixar kind of like took over the animation game. Well, they had Finding Nebo. Isn't that, that Pixar? Was, 
I thought it was. I thought it was all Disney Pixar. I, I like think they're, they acquired they're doing it, it together. I think they acquired it later. I should uh, probably know, but I no. I thought Disney acquired Pixar. Um, I would look it up on my phone, but it's recording this video. Um, for everyone listening, check out the YouTube. We're putting this on YouTube. Um, I thought Disney acquired Pixar, which is why like all of the Pixar movies suddenly got really good. Was because okay. it was like Finding Nemo, Up, um, yeah, Toy Story. Oh, see, I I had thought that they that they released some of those on their own through Very yeah. Um, but anyway, I'll, we'll look it up. We'll yeah, throw it in yeah, the yeah. intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I I know for sure like this the straight Disney like you know those like more like two D like not the photorealistic yes which like you know. Pixar has kind of like totally changed how like we look at animated movies mm. and now I'm actually pretty bored by how those look now like interesting I because I just think like you know like it's animation like the whole cool thing about animation is that you can do whatever the fuck yeah. you want right but now they all kind like other than you know obviously like Monsters Inc has very cool characters but like they all kind of look the same yes and then that's why it's not a disney movie but i was obsessed with um into the spider-verse that was a great movie that? i've seen that movie like six times i keep threatening uh to make my girlfriend watch it and she's like i, mean, I hate animated movies and mm, i'm like no but you're gonna like this one yeah so <laughs> it's, it's real good i mean we can get into that conversation if you want to adults who refuse to watch animation she i think she hates animation that's made for adults, and so I think she's a little nervous that it's like not a kids movie. Like okay. she doesn't mind animation if it's a kids movie because it's supposed to be a kids movie. It's supposed to be, a, but like, okay, she can't stand like like Bojack. Rick and Morty or Bojack. Gotcha. Bojack, by the way, some of the coolest animation. Oh my god, Bojack and, is one of my favorite <laughs> no, series of it. all time. I love Depression Horse. I've watched. I watched. <laughs> I watched the whole series twice over the pandemic. That checks out. That's a yeah. good pandemic series. They yeah. they finished right on time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's like, but that's what I, but like, I, excuse me, I have to stop burping on mic, yeah. but I keep on like, like I also, I, I'm a big comics person. Like I love graphic novels. Like mm. I just love something that like looks great. And yeah. like, for me, it's like animation can look like anything. So like Bojack is a perfect example of that where it's like, you know these animal creatures these like humanoid mixes like it's so cool looking and you just can't get that anywhere else so yeah. spider-verse came out and i was like oh fuck like finally someone's doing something like fresh and different and someone like tried something yeah and it's yeah. like actually make and obviously like the note like the nod to comics was like so apparent and like so cool it's just like it just felt so fresh and like like because i was kind of even disappointed that frozen looked just like a pixar movie and like yeah. yes it looked you know yeah like photorealistic snow looks very cool yeah but it's just like that's not why i like animated movies like i like it for the imagination that you can like put anything you want on the screen and it's like if we're just gonna make it look like the real world but like with bigger eyes it's like i don't get why we're doing that <laughs> like i don't really get the point <laughs> yeah no i i kind of feel it. i think like it, it a little bit suffers from like they did it so well that they kind of have to keep doing it. Otherwise, people are going to be yeah. like, what the fuck? This isn't Disney. This isn't Pixar. I just don't but, know where like the next thing goes, yeah. you know? And that's well, what Spider-Verse felt like. Right. Um, side 
total side note um did you watch love death and robots on netflix i watched the first season i haven't watched the new okay. episodes yet they're all right but yeah the, that's the part that i like the most about those because none of the vignettes are like so cool yeah that it's like you have to you have to show everyone these because they're awesome except for when the yogurt takes over the world that's <laughs> i like that my yeah. favorite one and the one with the um, pool that or the blue yeah, like the blue tile. I like that good. one a lot. That yeah. was good. Um, but the coolest part about it was like they used like twenty different styles of animation yeah. for one show, and even though it's like five minutes, you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's the same animators that did like the Borderlands game. Yeah, and that's super cool. And then you could go from there. So, I agree with you. I think Disney's kind of stuck in their own. Yeah, quote, but unquote, Pixar greatness. is too. Like now yeah. they all like one of my so one of my older all time favorites was Fantasia. Mm. I loved Fantasia, and that was like Interesting. perfect for my family because my mom was such a classical music person. So mm. when she heard about Fantasia, she was like, "Well, we're we're see, I'm making you go see this." I don't know if I ever saw that. One. Um, it's incredible. It's it and it's so it's it's a bunch of different vignettes mm. all set to classical music pieces. Um. And I don't think I don't think any of them feature dialogue. But you've probably seen images of like um, of Mickey Mouse dressed as like a, yes. a magician with yep. the brooms. Yep. that's from Fantasia. Got it. Or a Night on Witch Mountain, which is like literally a depiction of hell. <laughs> it's, that's fun. It's so cool. It's so amazing. So like that's yeah, like that's what I love about animation. And like and the Fantasia two thousand came out. I saw it in IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> we saw it on open weekend um but like so so nothing made me more mad than uh people saying that the new lion king was live action yeah i kind of triggered you right before we started this with that uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah the live action one you're like it's not the lord it's either. not live action <laughs> it's photorealistic animation and yes. don't waste my time like if you're gonna make a like sure if you want to make a live action lion king i am all for that like if you want to get some lions and tigers and film them that's great if you're just gonna make a computer <laughs> how'd they get that lion to sing <laughs> i know well this is not disney but there is this there's an amazing movie it's called roar that's like came out in the 80s and it's it's um God, who is it's uh, Tippi Hedren and her family, which are Melanie Griffith is her daughter, mm. and like she and her husband, who I want to say, it's like Neil Marshall or Rob Marshall or something. He was like a director in the time, but um, the two of them were big. Um, they were big cat, like, like. Um, you know like gave money to big cat rescue and and oh, uh yeah. you know getting them out of zoos and stuff like that so and the, and you can find pictures online of like they lived with two big lions like in their house in beverly hills wow so then they made this movie called roar that's just like them their family it's like all actually them and their family like hanging out with like 40 lions that's awesome <laughs> and like there's barely any plot and like it's a hard it's a hard movie to find but if you can it is incredible because it's just like holy shit they are hanging out with so many lions and like and then there are like all these stories of like like melanie griffith which she was like 14 i think when they were filming the movie like she got she got injured by one of the lions like the dp got bit like it was a whole it's a whole thing but it's like that's amazing i am not gonna watch a movie that's just a computer that made a photorealistic looking lion because it's like yeah. that's not and you know I, I to be fair I never saw the movie because yeah. I, I, because I refused to but I you know I saw the trailer and I saw clips but it's like you know 
like real lions don't really have a lot of emotion on their face yeah so that seemed like a real problem with that movie of like okay you've made them look real and now they're real boring like yeah yeah and and that was the thing that I I didn't see it either. But that was the thing that I heard was like, yeah, no, the rest of it's great, but like these cats don't have expressive eyebrows, right? Yeah, <laughs> so it's no, like, exactly. Okay, that. so they just look like cats, but they're singing. Like what's yeah? I but again, I didn't see it, um, and apparently it didn't get horrible reviews. So it's uh, like it's probably one of those where like as soon as you get used to it, yeah, or you probably get used to it pretty quickly, but also. Like, I just didn't see it because I didn't get around to it. Yeah, but. no, but it's like, I don't know. It's an interesting thing of like who, you know, Disney is so lazy. I mean, everyone's so lazy. So they're just, <laughs> so they're just, you know, they're turning out these remakes and like live action, live action remakes and which the Lion King is not one, but other ones, um, you know, these like redo movies of their original kind of hits. And like, I just don't understand who they're for because like, yeah. I, you know, I, I I did go to see the live action Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson and like it's fine. Yeah. It's not as good as the original because you know what Emma Watson can't do? Sing. So <laughs> Hold on. What was that movie she did with uh uh Ryan Gosling? That's Emma Stone. Who did you just say? Emma Watson from Harry oh, Potter. You're right. I mixed up my Emma's. Yeah. Also Emma Stone can like barely sing. <laughs> What is the name of that movie, though? La La Land. La La Land. Yeah. Thank you. By the way, La La Land would have been a whole lot better if they had. I, there are some people that hate that movie more than any other movie they've you know, ever seen. I, and I, I, I don't understand. I thought it was lovely. Yeah, I thought it was incredibly charming. I think, like, I... I like both of them a great deal. I do think that like Emma Stone ha- is not the best singer, but it's it kind of works in the movie because she is like the struggling actress. So it's like yeah. maybe that's like kind of the point that like you even if you're not the best, like you still have to try your hardest or whatever. I think that movie that's one of those movies that benefits. The ending is so amazing yeah. that you kind of forget that like Sleeping the middle's beauty. pretty boring. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. If you go out on a high, it's like, well, that's what I'm gonna remember like right. the most because that's what you're leaving the movie with. So it's yep. like that's that was sort of my thing on La La Land. Like, I certainly understand all the criticism of it, but like that end 15 minutes is like so breathtaking that it's like that's that's sort of what I'll take with me. But yes. sorry, I did. But anyway, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so it's like so you have all these like remakes of Disney movies. I'm just like, but the originals are better and they're yeah. available. Like you know, Disney had the whole like vault thing, which was just like a ploy to get money, obviously. But well, now it's all in Disney Plus. Yeah, which is a better ploy to get money because <laughs> exactly, exactly, it's actually decent. I mean, I I <laughs> I legit I loved the like Disney had those really big VHS cases that were like white yes. and like kind of like yep. plushy yep. those were like my favorite thing ever yeah. i just love like i mean this makes me sound like an old lady and i'm not that that old but like there's <laughs> there's something about the sound of like putting in the tape yes. you know like that and then it wars up it's like oh my like i love that and i don't and then pulling it out and the tapes all <laughs> yeah, scattered exactly. everywhere and you're like exactly oh, <laughs> we ruined milan <laughs> i know i know i know but it's like yeah, so, you know, when they were releasing things from the vault, but, like, now everything's available, and I don't think that any of these remade movies, like, you know, again, like, people laying criticism on, like, oh, it's bad stories for women or whatever it is. It's, like, I don't think the remakes have been that different, like, in yeah. terms of what the stories are. So 
why not just show your kid the original Beauty and the Beast and then like have a conversation with them? Fuck no. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, don't ever I, be a parent. You'd obviously be horrible at it. I mean, look, it's not in the cards right now, but I'm just, I, I don't know. I just don't understand who these movies are for because like, sure, you could say that they're also for like people like our age who are like, oh, you know, I just want my yeah. childhood fed back to me on an endless loop because why grow up if you don't have to? But then like all those movies make me think of is that I like the original better. And yeah, but like, then you go watch the original. Yeah. So I like guess, double dipping. Cause really they just want your money. I don't give yeah, a shit if you like yeah. it. Yeah. I guess that's fair. Like I do, I definitely get a little more incensed than I should about like remakes. Cause I think there's like a fear that the original will be forgotten. Interesting. But I think most of the time, like, I mean, I'd have to like think for a minute about a remake that was somehow better than the original. I, I don't think that's yet to happen. Uh, so like in in like the, I mean uh, yeah in in Disney I know there's like like the last Mortal Kombat movie that just came out is much better than the 1990 like you know video game um, bullshit I uh, I can't weigh in on that yet I tried to watch the new one and I had to turn it off I thought it was so bad why what it well, actually got good reviews too everyone was like yeah this is this is what we thought it would be they it's don't like, even yeah. get to the tournament yeah they do. I heard they didn't. To be fair, I didn't watch it. <laughs> the whole second half of the movie's the tournament. I heard it wasn't. I heard it was just like, well, whatever. It, I mean, why am I arguing? <laughs> I haven't seen it. But but anyway, I, okay, so maybe that it's one's... kind of... Okay, but, if you okay. want to super nerd it, no, they never got to the tournament. They did something else Damn. entirely. Okay. But it's also like there was plenty of action they might as well have gotten to the tournament. Okay, so et cetera, et so maybe the new one is anyway, better than the one but, from the 90s. But I but, get your point. It's very rare. But Because do you think, but even so, if that one is better, do you think more people are going to know about that movie or more people from the 90s remember the, that Mortal Kombat? Because I think like, because like in terms of cultural impact, yeah. I think remakes generally don't do it. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying, but I guess... I guess I want to know, like, to the extent of the remake. Like, if they touched up the animation. If they took the original Beauty and the Beast, they touched up the animation, made the camera work slicker, like, just did, like, a quote-unquote remaster. Yeah. Instead of a complete remake. Would that, like... And I guess they took the problematic stuff out there. Yeah. Would that cause you to have more fear that the original is forgotten or would you accept that because they were more true to the original because mm. i i do appreciate that they're going they're trying to be like we are going to remake this and we are not going to get accused of just trying to get more money yeah. out of getting people we're going to do something totally different we want this to be almost a different movie well then i would say just make a different movie like <laughs> You know, like Sleeping Beast. Sleeping Beast. Yeah. Oh my God. I would see that in a fucking heartbeat. She uh, just kicks down the door. Get the fuck up. You are late for work. It's just like, I, like, are you dead? <laughs> like, I get that they kind of want to like rewrite some of their history, but I don't think the remakes are doing it. And like, yeah, I guess they're still hits, so they don't care. Like, that's another thing. It's like they don't they don't care like mm -hmm. no one cares that every marvel movie is the same because 
they make all their money and we're not going to get into a discussion about marvel because we'll be here all night it but is like, disney but it is disney so <laughs> like that's another thing but it's like yeah you know i i i just think like i don't know it's so weird because i feel like you know they say when you know when you take some like storytelling 101 class or some bullshit it's like what do they say they're like 11 stories in the world and like everything is just sort of yeah. your twist on it yes so i don't see why you can't just like like say it's make sleeping beast <laughs> and it can be almost the exact same movie you as snore like a motherfucker even, oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. Get, the, <laughs> get the sleep apnea mask but like you know it could be almost the exact same movie but you just name it something different and like no one cares like do you know what i mean yeah, everyone online would be like this is just sleeping Beauty. i know but it's like or, or say i mean this is a little bit not related but like oceans eight yeah right I was very resentful that 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 they felt like that had to be an oceans movie because there's mm. really no need for it to be. It could just be, could a, just be a, a movie about a female doing a heist. Sure, and like and it and it has you know it has this much related to the other ocean movies other sure. than the fact that like she's his sister that we never knew existed. But like that's it. So like why was it an oceans movie? It should have just been like ladies son of whatever the fuck you know i'm not good with titles but like you know what i mean so but, or like jesus like got all these fucking like let's find out how the villain was created oh my god could i care less like interesting even if, and as someone who already said that she's like an ursula stan like i don't need to see ursula's like sad backstory about like how she became a sea witch like i like her being a fucking badass sea witch yeah i guess it depends on the villain for me like i'm good with ursula that that type where it's just like she's she's kind of just plunked into the movie yeah. and things happen to her and she just happens to be evil that's fine i guess with like the marvel movies you kind of need a little bit of backstory on at least some of the villains because you're going to keep using it like yeah, you're going to no. keep building on it and if like i mean that was the problem with the new wonder woman movie uh, or sorry, sorry, Justice League movie that was like four and a half hours oh, long. Yeah, is because they had to do like what Marvel did in four movies. They put yeah. it into one movie with all this backstory, and they had to like pack everything in there, and it just turned into this well, like, I, like fucking okay, saga. Here's, here's a, I, I, all right. Let me, I'll clarify. I don't mind backstory. Okay. I don't need origin story. Uh, I watched Cruella recently. Yes, you were. You were hot uh, about Cruella when you came my, in. My, my biggest thing is Cruella is I have no idea who that movie is for because 101 Dalmatians came out in the 50s. So like, yeah, I watched that movie as a kid because like my parents did yeah. and like they were like, here's this movie. I thought it was so fucking boring and I just, I kind yeah. of liked it because I was two years old and there were dogs on screen. So yep. like, that's fun. But like... I don't like that is not a movie that stuck with me because again, like I preferred the musicals, like when the Renaissance came up, like that's yeah. what I really hung on to. So when Cruella came out, it was like, I don't know what, cause then like, cause I think about like kids today, they certainly don't know fucking 101 Dalmatians. No. If anything, they're, they know Pixar movies. Right. So like, when did the sequel to 101 Dalmatians come out? 102. Was that right after 101? It was probably a like few was, years. Maybe okay. I, and maybe it was a, for some reason I thought that one came out in like the 90s. Like they well, made it way later. Well, there's the 
Well, there was also the 90s live action one with Glenn Close. Yes. Which okay. I have seen. So maybe so maybe this one maybe the Emma Stone one is like kind of also like bundling all that nostalgia together. I just I can't think of like a 10-year-old girl who was like obsessed with 101 Dalmatians who now wants to see a Cruella origin story. By the way, it's yeah. 2 hours and 17 minutes long. Jesus. What? It's 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 offensive. It's horrific. I, Each dog gets one minute. Oh my god! <sighs> no, it's like, and you know, it's that's terrible. Yeah, it's like her. You know, you literally meet her as a baby, and then you know, like twenty minutes in, she turns into Emma Stone, and it's mm. this kind of like, you know, it's got a little bit of Devil Wears Prada in there, and then you kind of find out why she doesn't like Dalmatians. It's insane. Um, but then she never like fully, I don't know, then she like kind of has a split personality and it's like the movie's filled with all these needle drops that are like Yacht Rock. It's like Rolling Stones and Hollow Notes and like all these yeah. things like kids don't like that. I, like, I don't know. It was just a baffling movie. Well, so, so let me, uh, let me ask you this. And I don't mean to be the straight white guy bringing up this movie because it's always straight oh, white guys bringing up this movie. But what if it was something along the lines that was like closer to what Joker was with Joaquin Phoenix? Ultra dark, yeah. obviously made for us who grew up watching that original one where it's like 101 Dalmatians. She's not killing dogs, but no. like, you know, to the point where it's like, wow, what a fucking like twist on that because that's the only way they can get away with joker like joker's yeah. been done so many different ways that they were like we have to do an origin story for this and the movie was great i don't know if you enjoyed it i hated it you hated it but but i agree i agree with you that they were trying to do something different and i i applaud that i actually prefer dc movies to marvel movies because wow. i appreciate that they just like don't know what they're doing yeah. and they sw <laughs> and they swing like, for the this fucking worked fences. in the 80s <laughs> yeah right can we just keep doing it no honestly i feel like we need a story <laughs> i feel like dc headquarters just has like a huge dartboard of just like pop culture references and other movies uh. and they're like all right we're gonna get a little deliverance with some a team and like who was famous in the 90s josh Whedon. <laughs> yeah, all right yeah yeah he'll so, have a sexual but scandal it's like at least like at least they're different and you know i, I appreciate that they're kind of like go like i my one of my favorite superhero movies is venom i love <laughs> venom so much it is marvel so insane marvel. is it marvel no yeah. it's a sony movie Spider-Man's in a middle ground. It is yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, that's right. That yeah. is. A, I, yeah, yeah, I apologize. Yeah. But um, um, but anyway, so uh, so I agree. Yes, that that having that Joker is kind of different. I hated Joker anyway. But sure. But but Cruella like doesn't go far enough to like. It's still kind of in this weird like middle ground where. Cause I well, think, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's not. So maybe they are trying to go for like. I mean, it's dark in terms of its palette. Everything is just like gray and black and like foggy London town. Well, that was but, that was going to be my other argument, not having seen it, that I was going to put to you was like 50s style is definitely back in style. Yeah. And I like that was my first thought when I saw the billboard is like, that makes sense. Like that kind of yeah. like dark, like simpler time nostalgia type of thing is kind of coming back. So it, it made sense to me, but it also makes sense that they would like 
chicken out on going for something super dark. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and yeah, doing something like, fun and light. Yeah. And sure, like, the, the costumes are, like, incredible. Like, there are some great, great clothes. But again, I don't, I don't know what 12-year-old... I mean, I'm sure there are 12-year-old girls who are, like, obsessed with fashion. But, like... I, I don't know if they're going to watch this movie for that because, again, it's yeah. almost two and a half hours long. Like, yeah. the story is so predictable. She doesn't even really like. Predictable and that long? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, well, and that's another Jeez. thing about origin stories. They're all predictable because we know where the character ends up because we've seen the original movie. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like fucking, you know, solo. Like, oh my God, do I care how he got every single trinket that ever existed on the Millennium Falcon? Solo, solo the oh, Han sorry. Solo movie. I, you said solo and I thought free, free solo, solo. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was one of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen in my fucking life. I, for one, had no idea if he was going to live or die. <laughs> no. um, so please. No, free solo uh, is incredible. But yeah. no, solo, the Han Solo movie. Yes. Yeah. I thought was like just honestly like pathetic that yeah. they were like. I thought all those new Star Wars they copied. Dude, speaking of VHSs, like we had a VHS player in our van, and so when we go on road trips, we would watch Mulan, Tarzan, and the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And so those five movies would each take up six hours, and we'd be a third of the way to Florida. Yeah. And uh, but. Like the the new trilogy or whatever was just an exact carbon copy of the old trilogy, just with Adam Driver Ugh, and just, uh, the guy who plays Han Solo. I forget his name. Uh, in Ex Machina. It, no, oh, um, Oscar Isaac. Yes. Um, they're just so scared to do something different, and they're so. Um, honestly, I think they're so dismissive of like the audience's intelligence that like we couldn't enjoy another star Wars movie that didn't look exactly like the last one. And yeah. it's like, God, give us some fucking credit. Like, I know, you know, we're a yeah. nation in decline, but like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you noticed, but not many people are giving us credit right now, Yeah, but you know, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, like I can, you know, and, and Star Wars is also, it's like, that's another world. That's like incredible. Like there's so, yeah. you know, for all of George Lucas's faults, and there are many, but like, yeah, like talk about what an imagination. And yeah. it's like, okay, instead of doing like one of the million other stories that you could set in this galaxy that's filled with like yeah. planets and aliens and whatever, you're just gonna stick to the same fucking Skywalker family yeah. as if we give a fuck about them anymore? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it's just so lazy. And it's just like, come yeah. on, like there's, there's, way more here and i feel the same about like these disney remakes it's like sh like because in some ways like all right yeah maybe a cruella like spin-off or like solo movie would be kind of interesting like anti-heroes are obviously have like been kind of in for a while but it's like if you're just gonna show me that like every villain that i knew as a kid was like you know like her mom died and that's why she's sad it's yeah. like that's 10 minutes it's not yeah movie. yeah and it's like yeah. i get that but that's also like not interesting so yeah i and i think like we deserve more and better and well obviously that's not gonna happen anytime soon but it's funny that you bring up star wars because what they did is they they served the public yeah, exactly that. Everything yeah. that they'd done before, they didn't give anyone the benefit of the doubt. But then 
and I didn't watch this, but apparently it's fucking great. They saved the original storytelling for Disney Plus with The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Apparently that's, and again, I haven't seen it, but apparently that's like, holy shit, this is like, this is really good storytelling. This is original. Like, everyone who saw episode two was like, I want more Boba Fett. Yeah. Like, I want the bounty hunter. And then they finally did it for the TV. And that's kind of like where media has shifted in general is like the best stories are on TV now. Yeah. And the movies are for like exactly what you're saying. Fast nine Godzilla. I'm going to pay 30 bucks for a ticket. I'm going to pay another 20 for two beers and then I'm going to get drunk while a lot of sound hits me in the face. Yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, I think it will. I think movies will come back in terms of a storytelling sense because like two hours, great story. You're like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. 10 hours great story you're like that was a lot it was very good but i watched a lot of bullshit to get there yeah so for sure i i have watched the first season of the mandalorian and it is very good i've also been like dabbling with getting into like rebels and clone wars and the animated mm. shows that yeah. um that is in the star wars canon because like think you were a little too old for the clone wars when that came out because I, I, I was i was yeah. watching that in like middle school and it was always like oh yeah okay it's kind of the same but a little different i don't know i it wasn't one of my favorites but yeah at least it was original and it yeah. was the same characters too but yeah but it's just like you give us these like huge worlds and then you can't even like get away from like the three characters that you think we still care about which is like and like with the disney stuff it's like it's you know like again like you could do an almost similar story to a beauty and the beast to aladdin or i i never saw i did not see the aladdin live action remake i wanted to only because i was like so curious about like the will smith of it all i did like aladdin yeah, that was another good Aladdin one. Is, and Aladdin but has again, some cool action. A lot of action, yeah. not a ton of songs. Yeah, like yeah, some, yeah. but the action's the, yeah. the main part. Oh my god! When I was at summer camp one year, uh, I was a part of like the musical theater troupe, and we put on Aladdin, and I was Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were the carpet because of your no. hair. <laughs> no, I was Jafar because it was a very white camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey. What? It was fine. You know, what, I got to What work. movies are the white campers yeah. allowed to do now? Exactly. Exactly. Every, every, <laughs> all, everything's appropriated. I got to wear this robe. It was great. Um, but but yeah i just like i don't know i'm I'm just wondering like when it's gonna end or like how many more remakes we're gonna get like obviously no one's gonna do a pocahontas remake and that's fine um but (laughs) reverse history where the white people show up and they just hang them immediately yeah exactly like i don't know are we gonna get a new like fox and the hound that's kind of a that's sort of an unsung one that i liked a lot as a kid but again they'd have to do photorealistic they'd have to do photorealistic which i fucking hate they're in such a weird spot with the animals where the the animation's just not quite good enough the dogs in cruella are all animated and it drove me nuts Uh, yeah and i understand it seems like you went into this with everything stacked against this movie i know i know not even like not even on purpose like i'm not saying you went in thinking you were gonna hate it but just like everything you hate about movies was there was there i know and listen i love you know i i treasure a so bad it's good movie watching experience like i love to hate watch something 
but like but there is a fine line when it's just like no like this is just like frustratingly bad and as soon as i saw because in cruella obviously the dalmatians are there and play a major plot point um that's so ridiculous like you'll spit um but then also she's like she's given she also has another pet dog oh and that pet dog i don't i don't think is ever a real dog and i understand that like wait they flipped between real dogs and animated dogs no i no i don't think there are any i i think it's all animated dogs but like she but in addition to dalmatians being a part of it she has a another pet dog that is not a dalmatian that's just like a dog of hers Mm. um because that's like whatever and it's animated the whole time and i just like couldn't get over it and like Mm. i understand that probably animal like having real animals on set is more expensive because it takes longer to shoot and whatever else but it's like jesus are you telling me that disney doesn't have the fucking money yeah like (laughs) i mean like what are what 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 are we doing and i don't know especially now with like that everyone and i guess they always have been we we have always been super sensitive to animals dogs specifically getting hurt in movies but like you know again like what a weird choice to remake to make an origin story for cruella when her whole thing is in the original movie is that she wants to kill dogs yeah to make a fur coat yeah so like why would you risk because then you have to like calcify her because obviously she can't kill a dog because then no one would watch it and it would be like john wick all over again and like oh, amazing that would, that would be cool so, but, sorry i would prefer yeah. it to be john wick all yeah. over again but so i don't know i just cruella i thought was just baffling because mm. it's like it's not quite adult enough it's definitely not just for kids Again, it's two hours and 17 minutes long, which is just, like, offensive. So... We keep talking about how we don't have attention spans anymore. I know. And these studios aren't listening to us. I know. The movies just keep getting longer and longer. And, like, for China. But, like... um, But, yeah, I just don't know where it ends with, like, the remakes. Because I'm already, like, pretty sick of them and again all it makes me it just makes me more nostalgic for the originals yeah i i think ultimately it ends either disney just stops making them or they figure it out because they are in a tough spot where it's like they kind of have to make a movie that like you would bring your potential kids to like it's entertaining for you but it's also not bad enough that the kids can watch it and it's like that's really tough to do in a movie so they are kind of in a tough spot but with like all the data around you know streams and whatnot i I doubt you're gonna see too many too many people streaming this after it goes out like nobody's getting disney plus to watch cruella no and eventually disney's either gonna go okay maybe we need to stop with these like weird pseudo remakes or uh someone is going to figure out how to do it yeah whether it's disney or another person and that's capitalism yeah well a friend of mine likes to say uh a movie for everyone is a movie for no one let's end there (laughs) i agree i agree with that person they should just make movies for me (laughs) that's what i want um (laughs) but you know it's like it's like churning out just like white bread you know it's like this is not gonna i like white bread Beauty and the Beast was nominated for Best Picture. The new one? The original. It was the first, because oh. they didn't have Best Animated 
they didn't have a best animated Oscar wow. nomination. And Beauty and the Beast was so fucking good, it went up against Silence of the Lambs at the 1991 Oscars. Like, that's that's major. That's yeah. so cool. Right. And, like, th- we are so past <laughs> And, like... I mean, like, that, Up, uh, Up could have been nominated. Of course. Fine, it Frozen... Could no. uh, Frozen sucks. It probably like, I, it probably <laughs> wants up for like the musical numbers and shit. Yeah, but but no, it's not that there but. aren't good. There certainly are many many great. As I yeah. said, Spider Verse. Like there are, there are a lot of amazing animated movies. I just like the Disney model nowadays. Yeah, like You're you said, I just like I'm mad at Disney. I don't know where it goes. Like I'm tired of them just like returning shit out from the vault because it's like like remember th- there. Wasn't there a year when there were two, there were two like simultaneous live action Jungle Books? Or there was like, again, there was another like almost all animated yeah, one, but it was photorealistic. Like, and then there was another one. <laughs> it's like. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Cause there was a John Favreau one. And then I think there was another one. It's like, I, you know, yeah. I just don't know where we go Rich from here. Rich people like money. Yeah. Cause like eventually, know. yeah. Like I'm, I'm eventually going to get too old well then maybe I'll just come back around and then I'll start watching them. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I just don't, <laughs> I don't know where it ends of like how, like, you know, the same with like Marvel, which of course is now Disney. Like, you know, like when, when guardians of the galaxy came up and people were like, wow, they're really like digging in the depths of the comics. to like pull out these characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how deep Disney's going to go to like their weirder more. Like, are we going to get a new, like emperor's new groove? Like, oh, that'd be tight. you know, <laughs> that could actually be good. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't know for sure, but I always like, I just assume that they just run focus groups all day. And when nine out of the 10 of them say, yes, I would stream this on Disney plus like maybe, maybe the new emperor's new groove isn't going to theaters, but like now that there's, they have their own streaming service. Like why the fuck wouldn't they spend a hundred million on it? Because it's going to get at least, you know, an extra, million people to sign up for yeah uh for disney plus but you can so. f- i feel i feel like you can feel that in the movies that they are so focus yeah. groups they're so the edges are so rounded yeah. also i do want to shout out quickly there was a great i think it was new york magazine through vulture did um an oral history of how they made emperor's new groove and a pa- oh. and it and it, it it's a fascinating read because it was kind of like a disaster and <laughs> And I found so because like originally it was going to be like this different movie and Sting was going to be involved and do oh, all the wow. music and then it like it like more it's an incredible story that I highly recommend everybody go read. But one of the things that popped out to me into it was that apparently Disney used to do like if there were two directors who had like similar ideas, they would basically like pit them against each other and it'd be like, all right, you pitch me your idea for this movie other director you pitch me this idea and we'll pick one and it's like fucking hunger games to get the disney contract which i was so psycho but anyway that's a great read that movie is awesome but yeah you know i just don't know where it goes and i'm getting very tired and like i don't i i'm like oh i've given disney so much of my money over the years and i kind of just want to (laughs) stop They I think that's how my parents got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> I've given you so much of my money. <laughs> I'm just done. Can we just call it? Can we please just call it? I'm moving to Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Where can people see you? You've still got that. Uh, 
you still get your special on yeah, YouTube or yeah, Amazon? Yeah, my, my special's up on YouTube. Um, you can find it. Lee Johnson. Um, couldn't even tell you the name of the file, but, you know, it's there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was the name of it? Um, oh, I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend. Got yeah, it. Lee Johnson, I'm a good friend on YouTube, or my Instagram is at Lily Pads. Yeah. Um, you don't post a ton on Instagram. I don't. Right? I need to get a little. I yeah. need to get a little better about that. Um, but yeah, um, you know, now that the city's opened back up, uh, I'm gonna get back out there doing stand up and stuff. So yeah, you know, follow, find me, all those things. Nice. And then uh, yeah, you'll have to come do one of our Greenwich shows again. Yes. Um, you did the. The first one post-pandemic. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll get you on one soon. Every Monday, 7.30, um, and then the occasional Saturday. The club is uh, reducing our Saturday days because they got other bringer offers, which bring in more money. Oh, um, classic. So that's annoying. But yeah. hopefully I'll start doing more stuff at uh, at Three Monkeys, too. But for right now, and we'll get you on one soon. Hell, the yeah. Mondays, 7.30, um and then yeah thanks for uh thanks for stopping by after work of i know it's probably a busy day and uh i appreciate the time nothing nothing <laughs> i love more than to rant about disney for an hour that's a good point yeah, yeah. you had a good incentive to talk for exactly I, I don't even think i need dinner tonight i feel so full of this <laughs> full of anger <laughs> full of anger all right thank you for having me yeah of course i'll talk to you later